0: Hello and welcome to the GDI Podcast, the online dating show presented by the industry's leading trade publication. My name is Sean, senior reporter at GDI, and each podcast I'll be chatting to a variety of fantastic guests about how their platforms, products, networks and more are changing the lives of singles all over the world. I also need to tell you about RealMe, the brilliant sponsor of this podcast. Realme is doing something important for the world of online dating by making it safer. And that means more people will feel comfortable using dating apps to connect and find love. I'll explain a bit more about Realme later on in this episode, but for now, you can visit therealme.com slash dating to find out more. In today's episode of the GDI podcast, we're delighted to be joined by Connie Pearl, CEO and founder of Velvet. She tells us how the platform looks to bring people together and equip them with the emotional IQ to create lasting, healthy relationships. Hi, Connie. Thank you for joining me on the GDI podcast. So to start things off, can you introduce us to Velvet? How did the platform come about and how does it bring people together?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. So Velvet really came about based on my own aspirations for clinical practice. I was noticing that value similarity played a really strong role in both, you know, not only my personal experience, but also in the research on what keeps people together long term and creates compatibility. So I wanted to create a platform that vetted values for others and that also promoted relational respect, honesty and responsibility. So this means, you know, we're not only just onboarding you and psychologically measuring your metrics to find you an ideal match but we're also encouraging honesty and emotional intelligence with our UX UI. So we really are fighting against the sort of toxic relationship that we have, or that people seem to have with their dating apps. And in fact, I, I hate to break it to you, Sean, but we're actually not even really a dating app. I mean, we are part of that market share in the traditional respect, but we're kind of trying to break the wheel with what we're doing. So we really are functioning as the centralized hub for relationships and your lifelong relational support. So we're a different beast in that respect.
0: Thank you so much. That sounds really interesting. And for people who might not be uh, so familiar with the term, could you sort of explain what you mean by sort of value similarity and share a little bit more about how you feel um, that kind of shared values help relationships remain intact?
1: Absolutely. So there's a lot of theory and there's also a lot of research out there right now in terms of relationships as far as what keeps people together long term. So what creates that long term compatibility? And values are one metric that we have psychologically to be able to match people together. So a great example of this that I always uh, kind of bring up is is the um net worth and income question that we have in our onboarding survey. So I could ask you Sean actually, you could answer if you like. So one of our questions in the onboarding process is Is someone's income, net worth, or salary important to you when dating? And you've got three options. You have, yes, it is important to me. You have, not really. And then you have, no, I don't consider finances when dating. So would you care to venture and give us your answer, Sean?
0: (laughs) I think I would say out of the three options, not really.
1: Not really. Perfect. So you're right there in the middle. So it's not that important to you, but you do also want someone maybe who does have their own career, have their own job, make their own money. That in itself is a value, and everyone's going to answer that differently. People have different approaches to whether salary, income, net worth are important to them in the dating experience. And guess what? People who have a similar approach to that value are more compatible than people who have one that are not so similar. So that's one of the metrics that we actually take and that we measure. And it's a good example of how a value can kind of bring people together just to keep people on the same page in terms of dating or how a value can cause a lot of friction in a relationship.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Thank you for explaining that. I think sure. that's a really great example of how similar kind of mindsets, similar perspectives exactly. can uh, keep, keep people together. Thank you. And we kind of touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to find out more about the origins of velvet and, you know, from your own time as an academic where you were studying and researching about relationships, how did this kind of research into, uh, the problems today in you know in dating and relationships. How did they help inform Velvet and kind of shape how the platform operates?
1: For sure. So being late to market, like for us, obviously there you know the dating space is very populated, as I'm sure you know. So being late to market really allowed us to see those holes in the market and the, where certain apps are kind of failing people at the moment, and where we can make those improvements and. Being an academic myself actually was very influential to that process, not only, you know, because of the rigor with which we are approaching the creation of the app and the measurement of things like emotional intelligence or couple satisfaction in our users, but academia also really gave me the discipline and the detail-oriented approach necessary to be able to just run a company. You know, it's, it's a very big endeavor and you're taking on quite a bit, but because of this sort of... Experience that I have in academia, to me, it's been sort of a seamless process. Academia moves quite slow, business moves much faster, which I've really been enjoying. But um, yeah, I, I have to credit my access and my privilege, you know, both at Concordia University and McGill University here in Montreal, Canada. I've had this incredible access to research databases worldwide that I've been able to just devour all this research on relationships and couples. Uh, and be able to design an onboarding process and a model that incorporates successful methodologies and conclusions.
0: Yeah, thank you. And I think, you know, your kind of journey... Moving from academia to now Velvet Platform, and especially your background in psychology, I think that makes it you a sort of really interesting person to speak to, um, and you. a really kind of um, really useful voice, valuable voice in this kind of industry. So, you know, one really interesting part about the platform, something I noticed on the on the website particular, is the the focus on emotional IQ as well as emotional and relationship health. I think that's kind of a really core cool value for for what you're trying to accomplish. So could you kind of share a little bit more about how you make or how you shape these extra features? And, you know, for as advice for other sort of dating app developers out there, maybe, you know, do you think that's an important aspect um, that all these sort of different platforms should try and incorporate more, more kind of emotional health and emotional IQ?
1: I mean, I'm exceptionally passionate on this point. So this is really kind of the crux of... How Velvet came about, it really is because of this initial factor of emotional intelligence. And I always say, you know, when I'm pitching or when I'm talking to investors or potential investors, that dating apps today, they provided the ability to exponentially connect, but they did not also deliver the tools to pick and sustain healthy relationships. So in other words, the ability to connect on a grand scale, revolutionary, it's, it's fantastic. But how can we make the most of it? If we're not even taught emotional intelligence, you know, in school. So if you'll if you'll humor me, I'll do a bit of a deep dive into intelligence theory and just talk a bit about that because it's really relevant to Velvet. And as far as the psychological discipline goes, you know, we have something that initially started out as Spearman's G, which is general intelligence. And that's verbal, spatial, numerical, mechanical skills. And that was derived using a, a process that's called factor analysis. So what Spearman found was that there was a strong correlation within the same individual in terms of intelligences. For example, if they were very uh, skilled in math, they were also very skilled in music. And so he coined this generalized intelligence term. And he also has, you know, S for specific intelligence. But eventually, Gardner developed a theory that said, hey, there are multiple intelligences out there, and two of those are interpersonal, which is between people and intrapersonal which is essentially knowledge of the self and these two were eventually absorbed by emotional intelligence now emotional intelligence is defined back in 1999 by Meyer, Caruso and Salovey as the ability to recognize the meanings of emotions and to reason and problem solve on the basis of them so they split this emotional IQ into four subcategories which are self awareness self management social awareness And relationship management. And just by saying them out loud, I mean, it sounds like a given. These are all so crucial to possess before one even enters into the relational realm. And by the way, uh, these types of intelligences are crucial not only for your love life, but they'll enhance your business life, familial life, uh, your overall quality of life, and longevity. Um, I don't know if you saw, Sean, but uh, Harvard recently released the findings of their 85-year-long study assessing What over and above is the determining factor in what allows someone to live a long life? And the answer came back conclusively, the quality of your relationships. And your emotional intelligence is a very influential factor in that process. So that's what we're devoted to at Velvet. We want to heighten emotional IQ, which includes self-awareness and relationship management. We feel that these types of tools belong on the very same platform where people go to meet others.
0: Thank you so much that was a really, really interesting kind of uh, background on the kind of development and understanding um, emotional IQ and you know as you were as you were talking I noted down some things that you reminded me of recently just from mm-hmm. sort of looking over the industry and one of them is that you know a lot of sort of platforms now as you say are realizing that actually bringing people together let's say like swiping on an app is actually yes. not super great for people's emotional health because if you're not giving them the tools to actually create good relationships out of that then it can be really saddening to come across so many people and not actually be able to make anything of it it makes you feel even more lonely perhaps
1: absolutely and it's really like the way that I talk about it too whenever I'm pitching and I'm discussing it it's like what's out there today in the climate again that exponential ability to connect we have to pay homage where it's due right like that's amazing But what's out there right now feels a lot like fast food. It's superficial data points. And Velvet, we are vitamins, nutrients. We're here to actually help you live your best relational life while connecting you at the same time.
0: Yeah, thank you. And the other thing I I noted down was that, actually, I think that emotional IQ is um, a really interesting topic when you kind of mix it with gender as well. So I feel that, um, you know, relationships today um, where, you know, women don't rely on a man earning tons of money it's not as important as use speakers obviously now women can make their own money and whatnot so other kind of factors about men I feel are becoming more important and I think emotional IQ is one of the most important factors now that men have to use to kind of uh, be more attractive to women they can't rely on having you know money or a nice car anymore That's kind nice. of more deeper more deeper qualities are actually more important now so I think um, sort of identifying, identifying emotional IQ is really, really important.
1: Definitely, you know, marching towards a more egalitarian society where everyone is kind of more equal, you know, women are able to go out and make money and have their careers. A lot of the emotional labor had to be done by women for a very long time. And we're talking about, you know, heteronormative standards right now. But a lot of that emotional labor and emotional work was done by women for a long time. And now that we're sort of marching towards equality and really progressing societally, everything is kind of evening out. So that means that everyone sort of has to, uh, I guess, engage in this societal shift in in a mindful way, in a conscious way, and to I guess, pull their own weight. And that includes, you know, men in, ter- in terms of the emotional realm. And I think, you know, I'm very optimistic that they are doing it and can do it. And certainly we want to create a kind of tool that will help everyone, all genders, do exactly that.
0: Yeah, exactly. I really like the term you use there, pulling their weight, because I think, uh, sort of as we mentioned, it's just such an important aspect of of the self now, and everyone kind of needs to be more aware of that um, moving forward to generate the healthy relationships that are so important uh, that you mentioned so thank you so much and I think um, another aspect of uh, Velvet which I found really interesting is kind of the adoption or the influence of AI Mm -hmm. so could you talk us through a bit about how AI sort of overlaps with Velvet and just generally you know what are your what's your perspective on AI and, and dating and what kind of benefits or risks are posed in
1: that you know ai is one of those things that it's very sexy right now like if you're in the tech world that's all anyone's talking about and uh, it definitely is going to fundamentally change the way that we operate as human beings i mean if you're you know you use open ai you can see that it's happening already Um, Our approach at Velvet is very human-centric. This has always been at the heart of our brand. So we're very much of the belief and ethos that tech should enhance your life in a way where it essentially frees you up to be more human, to spend more time being in the real world, you know, being sensual, loving, living, being joyful. And it's something that I'll often laugh about, like when we're in team meetings or when we're with friends, it's like, AI models can now, you know, write poetry, for example, and create in a way that a human can. And I'm always like, why can't the AI model do my taxes, get my laundry, like actually do these menial tasks or these difficult tasks for me that take up hours or days and days of our lives? This is what we believe that we should be using tech for, to free us up to be more human, more creative, more loving. So the way that we incorporate AI into our tech that we're building is as a helpful support and also as a detection tool for a few features. I won't say too much just because we are in the middle of our build. I do want to kind of surprise everyone when the application you know, drops for the beta test in the fall, but we really are being incredibly conscious in terms of the way that we're integrating AI into our model. We're constantly building in a human-centric way for human centric values. So we want you to live your absolute best life and we want you to have tools to do that. And AI is one of those tools.
0: Definitely really agree with your kind of point there. Like, you know, there's so many AI now which will like generate a beautiful image, you know, for example, Absolutely. and it's like, why can't the AI do all the boring stuff? And let me yes. you know, sit on my porch and do a painting, you know, and do, let yes. me do the drawing, yeah. Uh, or provide really-
1: that support that's really, really necessary that uh, can be hard to access, you know, in the relationship health and mental health field um i'm sure you can gander at, at you know where i'm where we're going with this i don't want to say too much again because we are in the build but we really want to make knowledge and resources centralized and accessible for people so that is really really crucial for us
0: more than ever dating app users are demanding better safety and security tools Realme provides dating apps with immediate access to more than 275 verified reputation profiles, which include background information, such as court records and sex offender status. Go to therealme.com slash dating to learn how they can integrate into your app now. That's therealme.com slash dating. Perfect, thank you. And um so sort of leading on from that i just wanted to find out from you you know what's in store for velvet for the rest of 2023 uh, do you have any targets or objectives in mind that you can share with us
1: we do so so right now we're actually in the middle of our build for velvet version 1 We will be beta testing this fall, 2023, and we're giving out free platinum memberships for life to our first few thousand subscribers. And that value is absolutely monumental. Again, this is a relationship hub. It's a relationship tech that supports you throughout your lifespan. So that value is extremely high in terms of what you're saving on membership costs per month. Definitely visit us at velvetapp.com. That's V-L-V-T-A-P-P.com to join our waitlist.
0: Thank you so much. I think that was um yeah, really looking forward to it. It sounds so exciting. So finally, I just want to sort of give you the opportunity. If people want to find out more about you, uh, where can they where can they get in touch?
1: Definitely. Oh, we're everywhere. So you can find us on Instagram, you can find us on TikTok, Spotify. We have a threads account, and you can even tune into our podcast on Spotify. It's simply titled The Velvet Podcast. And we discuss modern dating and I get to speak to really incredible professionals in the psychological field about a variety of different experiences that will help sort of guide our listeners and our users towards, you know, managing their relationships in a better way. And the podcast especially has been amazing. Just in the next three weeks, I'm getting to interview uh, an FBI SWAT team negotiator, uh, different people with, you know, uh, specialties in in New York state and uh, cyber terrorism, cybersecurity, and all of these, like every specialist that I get to talk to, we really focus on how to enhance your relationship and taking the lessons that they've learned and applying them in your everyday life in your relational life but certainly most importantly visiting our website joining our waitlist will put you on the list for that beta test where your input can really make history and create the absolute best tech that we possibly can on team velvet so We're gonna conduct really rigorous, uh, thorough customer interviews this fall. So this is your chance to join the beta test. You'll be able to talk to us directly, to me directly and the Velvet team, and really give us your input while you test out our app. And based on that input, we will be able to create an amazing piece of tech. So don't miss the opportunity to make a difference. We are so thrilled and excited to have you.
0: Perfect, so much to be excited about. Thank you so much, Connie, for your time today.
1: Thank you so much, Sean.
0: I'm afraid that's all we've got time for here on this episode of the GDI podcast, but I'd like to extend a massive thank you to my guests this week. Make sure you join us next time, where we'll be joined by another fantastic leader from the online dating industry. We'll be having real discussions by real people about real issues. We'll see you then. But That's all for me, Sean. You've been listening to the GDI podcast.